Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. ABC Wednesdays. Celebrity Jeopardy is back. Damn! Look at it! Hosted by me, Ken Jennings. Yeah! <laughs> a new season of powerhouse celebrities compete. Go big or go home. To win $1 million for charity. When celebrities take the Jeopardy stage, anything can happen. Bet it all! What is zombie? What is Arctic? What is the incorrect answer to this question? <laughs> Celebrity Jeopardy in Primetime. Wednesdays on ABC and stream on Hulu. Please help me. There's been a medical emergency. What's wrong? I've got PLT. Welcome to Poor Little Thing, the podcast, also known as PLT, the podcast where we share and discuss stories involving life's poor little things. Like that time Real Housewives of Salt Lake City got a new cast member who clapped back at Jed and Shaw online by stating, Bitch, quit worrying about my McDougal address because where you're going, they don't make Gucci orange jumpsuits and I own multiple properties and businesses. Also, I don't steal from the elderly and I don't work for free, but you wouldn't know anything about that because you've never worked a day in your life. Worry about paying your mother her retirement money back that you took from her knowing that you were guilty. Clink, clank, bitch. <gasps> Clink, clank, bitch. Yeah, Jen Shaw. Oh my God. My name is Amy Goodmurphy. And I'm Ryan Steele. Welcome to PLT. Welcome to PLT. Fucking Salt Lake City. I still am only on season one. I really need to catch up. You got to get going. I need to get going. It only gets spicier. I need to get COVID again. Well, you probably will. <laughs> Your track record is showing you're going to get it multiple yeah, times. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. Yeah. Because then maybe next time I will watch, I'll binge uh, Salt Lake City. Yeah. But I need to tell you, I love clink clank, bitch. Clink, clink. What does that even mean? Because it means it's like it has to do with jail. You're going to jail, bitch. Clink oh. clank. It's either like you're getting, you're going to the clink, like you're going to clink your fucking jail cell shut or yeah. you're clinking your cuffs together. Okay. I got that. Clink clank, bitch. Clink clank. I want to get that made on a shirt. <laughs> Me too. Clink clank, bitch. Clink clank, bitch. 
<laughs> I like saying clink clank. <laughs> it is quite nice, yeah. Clink clank. Clink clank. Anyways, <laughs> oh my God, you guys were back with a guest today. Yeah, we're back in the studio. Yeah, back in the saddle. You yeah. can, as you can see, well, if you're on Patreon, you can see mm-hmm. we're in a different space. Yeah, we're off my couch. We're in the studio in LA, <gasps> and it just feels nice to be back. We're in Los Angeles, and yeah. we've moved here, um, and our life is beginning now. It yeah. was never, I got rid of Jenny. Yeah. You got rid of your family mm-hmm. and like, you fully cut them off this time. Yeah. I moved in with Nick Norsha. Yes. Yes. And it, yes. Is, it all feels right. And I'm couch surfing. Yeah. So times have changed. <laughs> I used to do that. <laughs> yeah. The tables have turned, I should say. Yeah. Anyways, it doesn't matter. So oh. how have you been? How was your weekend? Okay. Well, it was, it was quite uh, magical. Because I think we mentioned it before. If you ask me to do something a few months away, I will always say yes. Right now, if you told me, hey, Ryan, in you know, March 2023, let's go to, um, let's go to the Antarctica. Yeah. I would say yes. Yeah. Because it's months away and I have nothing to worry about. So a few months ago, I was asked, Ryan, would you like to play Big Brother this September? In Chilliwack. Right. And I actually did hesitate for a second because I've played these, you know, my friend Rory makes uh, Survivors out at Stanley Park that we play their full days long. And I've played two big brothers online during the pandemic called Sequester, where we start off with like 16 people and one by one, we vote each other out by through competitions. We talk in little breakout rooms on Zoom. It's pretty stressful and legit. And I don't know why I always say yes to it because I'm always like sweating while I'm doing it. And I always get fucking eliminated and I get so mad and I take it so personally. But our good friend, Chris Wazenski asked me a few months ago, if I would do this. And I said, you know what, Chris, of course I would. What an opportunity to make some new friends and maybe I'll win. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't win. You didn't win. I didn't win. But can I quickly tell you about my experience? Yes. So, okay. We go out to, to Chilliwack. If oh. you're not from BC, okay. it's, it's about, uh, were you all gay? Okay. The contestants, <laughs> 16 gay men and one straight woman from the Island, mother of four. Right. Like, what is that cast? And I said, Chris was like, we tried to get more girls. It was just impossible. Oh, I'm they're like, too scared of the catty gay men. Yes, yes, yes. So we go there and I know about half the people there, half were new to me, a couple of fucking cuties mm. right away. I was like, Oh, okay. Now I'm really happy I came. Right. And then I see a couple of people that I played with online before, like that we were kind of on the same team. They cut me, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to trust them because that's the kind of guy I am. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we get playing. I win the first challenge right away. There's four winners. I'm one of the first. Wow. I find this, find this uh, ribbon out in this tree. I'm like, yeah, good start. I'm a team captain. We're team yellow. Everything's going great. Second vote. My team yellows uh, head of household again. We're fucking r- ruling this game. Guess what? Third round. One of my friends gets it again, but guess what happens this time? What? He backdoored me. I was not even expecting it. It was a full like shock. I was like, me. And he went to hug me and I was like, queen. I was like, no, don't look this at me. This is don't why none of the girls me. said they would come. Yeah. Go on. Yes. Yeah. And then, and then, then you go in a room and you have to beg everyone for their vote, right? You have to come on. And no one is telling me they're going to keep me. Everyone's like beating around the bush. One guy was really honest. He's like, I have to tell you I'm voting you out. Right. I was like, I appreciate your honesty. Anyway, I'm third out. I'm kind of bummed, but here's the thing. They told us beforehand, the first six people evicted get a chance to fight back into the game. Also, yeah, I didn't have my phone for 48 hours. Also, we I need to stop for a quick second. This is just somebody, Chris and his friends, John. like just for a second, Chris and John, love Big Brother so much, mm-hmm. the TV show, that they decided that they would get a group of people you all bought in yeah. and paid for this experience yeah. that was like super high level by the sounds of it. You rented this massive great house in Chilliwack mm-hmm. And then they like supplied all the games, made them all up. You didn't know what you were getting into Mm -hmm. with all that stuff. And they had someone film the whole thing, sound, everything. And 
It was like being in, it was the real game. It was, yeah, for like, it was, yeah, it was a three day event. It was Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Nobody went home the first night. They promised that. But yeah, Saturday, Sunday, they start, you know, dropping like flies. Wow. And so it's the battle bat competition on Saturday night. And there's these six big, huge containers of porridge, AKA like slop on the show. Cause if you're bad, you have to eat slop on the show. So anyway, and inside each one, there's 13 letters and you have to find the letters with your mouth. You can't use your hands. And then you have to figure out what the phrase is. Anyway, I fucking get my face in there. Blah, 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 blah. I, I get the letters out and I see right away. I'm back, bitches. Mm-hmm. Put it together. Boom. I'm back in the game. Well, Chris sent me a video of you slop slopping around <laughs> in the slop. And I was like, oh my God, you were like really getting into it with your yeah. face. And then I saw you give two middle fingers mm-hmm. really harshly mm-hmm. to someone off camera. Yeah. And I thought... This queen is queening. Yeah, that was to Steph, the mother of four from the island. Why did you do that? She stabbed me in the back again. Fuck her. So I was really mad. So when I come back in the game, I guess I gave her the fingers. And guess what happened that night? Both nights, Friday and Saturday, they woke us up at three in the morning to do competitions. Because oh on the real show, they'll do that God. to you. Which was annoying because we didn't go to bed till like one and we were drinking decently. Yeah. So I'm like two hours of sleep in. So I'm not even hung over. I'm still kind of, it's just a weird feeling, you know, and you have to go do this stuff. So we, on the second night we woke up and then she lost. And someone that was one of my allies one and we voted her out. <gasps> so ding dong, and the witch is dead. The witch, old witch, the wicked witch. Ding dong, the wicked witch is dead. There you go. Um, you hit that last note. I make it to the final five out of 17 players. I'm feeling like so fulfilled. Then they got rid of me. Oh. But also it was Sunday night by this point, by like, you know, it was like five or six. And I really just wanted a fucking drink. I wanted my phone back. I was so happy with my experience. I had played. I had won. Yeah. I had, I was H-O-H. You know what I mean? H-O-H. I, there was a diary room where we'd go and I spilled all the tea. Oh, oh as the gays say, <laughs> they spilled the tea. Spill the tea, yeah, honey. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and the, oh, fuck. Spilt all the tea. There was this doctor there, Dr. Nick. I saw a picture of him. A handsome. There's a lot of really good looking people there, but Dr. Nick made me feel something. We had to sleep in the same bed the first night because there was limited beds because there was like 30 of us sleeping yeah. in a four bedroom. <laughs> but yeah. it was a big house. Yeah. There was, you know, there was places for everyone to sleep. But yeah, there was two to a bed for the big beds. And then nothing really happened. Just our bums touched. Why didn't, why? Well, he, he's in a, first of all, there was this awesome guy named <laughs> yeah. Jesse there I, too. I want to meet Jesse. <gasps> Jesse's so amazing. Jesse, I drove up with him and when we were on the way there, we wanted a little snack because we were early and he goes to the four of us in the car. He goes, are you guys Wendy's girls? <laughs> Meaning, do we like Wendy's? And I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm a Wendy's girl. I, I would consider myself a Wendy's girl. Wendy's fast food restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got that. Also, who wouldn't watch all gay and one mm. like woman, fem- like, you know, hetero woman, mother of four? Yeah. What was her name? Uh, Steph. Steph. Who would I would watch this on TV much like I would be more inclined to watch this than I would the the original. Yeah. Well, wonderful. This has nothing to do with anything we were talking about, but this is something I want to talk about. I want to hear it. I was talking to my friend Justin recently and he was telling me this is just a really funny story. So um, I had seen when I was away recently, I had seen on social media that a mutual friend of ours, uh, a mutual acquaintance, I should say, mm-hmm. posted online that somebody in Vancouver, he was walking down the street and he had his phone in his hand and somebody came and ripped the phone out of his hand and took off. That's my biggest fear. Okay. I think about that all the time. Mm-hmm. And not that it was this mutual acquaintance's fault. Obviously not. You have your phone out, but... I do think about that. Do you not? Of and course. So, I do all the time because I always hold my phone in my hand for some reason. Yes. Yeah. Or like if I'm in a certain area or I know people are around, I will hold my my phone that much tighter. Mm-hmm. Like I know. I know about it. Or I keep it in my pocket. Yeah. Anyways, I said it out loud with a friend, our friend Justin, mutual friend Justin that we were traveling with. And he was like, oh my God. I'm like, oh my God, this guy got his phone stolen. That sucks. Like poor thing, but fuck. Yeah. Anyways, he goes, oh my God, I have a really funny story about that. One of his <laughs> friend's sisters was jogging in Calgary and she was on a jog and it was a beautiful beautiful day 
And she came up to this like bridge, I guess. And she thought, I want someone to take my picture on this bridge. Mm -hmm. So she stopped a man and said, sir, would you please take my picture on this bridge? And he obliged. He took a picture of her and then he threw her cell phone in the water. (laughs) He threw her cell phone over the bridge and in the water. What? Yeah. Why would he do that? No. Could you take a picture of me, sir, please? And he was like, "Yep, click, fuck you, bitch." And threw her cell phone in the wa- in the river. What did she do? She was just shocked, I guess, and didn't and was like, "Okay." And then he walked and then he left. He's fucked. He's fucked. Oh Don't ask God. people to take your picture. Don't ask people to take your phone. Also, I would never ask anyone to touch or hold my phone. No. No. Oh my God. Have you ever had anyone come up to you and go, Please, please, can I just make a phone call? I just need to make a phone call. Yeah. Anyways, that's it about my story. <laughs> and what else do you want to talk about? Um, okay, so I was at Amy's house yesterday and I had an experience like no other. Yeah. It was the first time it ever happened to me. Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. We go to each other's uh, apartments quite a lot and there's a lot of urine that happens. You know, mm. usually we save the number twos. Oh my God, there's so much urine. The, I don't save my number twos. But, but I mean, it's not a, it's not a common. You don't, we don't save them, but it doesn't happen every day. It happens, you know, once every few. I go here. He doesn't go there. Yeah, I usually get it all out because I, I have like three or four before noon. So I'm right. usually good for the <laughs> day. Shit. I don't know what's wrong with me. Okay. Anyway, so I'm at your place yesterday and I just got back from Merritt visiting my parents and I hadn't gone home yet. Literally, you know, Amy picked me up at the train station like a good girl. Yep. At my, the bus depot. My girlfriend. My girlfriend picked me up. Yep. It felt great, actually, because I haven't been in a relationship for a few years. So yeah. I like to have someone pick me up. It was yeah. such a nice feeling. Oh, that's nice. Anyway, so you picked me up and we go to your house and I couldn't hold it any longer. And I, I warned her and Jenny. I'm like, if you guys need to go pee or do anything in the washroom, do it now because I'm about to go destroy it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so I, while I'm in there, Amy's like, use the bidet. And I was like, what? She's like, use the bidet when you're done. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm kind of nervous. I used it. It was a fantastic experience. You started it, screaming because I was like laughing. It, it the, the pressure. It was it was you very t- nice. You turned it up. It was your first use. So well, I just I, that's how I turned. Oh, it just on. a little bit. I didn't turn it up. I just turned it on. Oh, and then it went poof, up my up my bum, and and then I did it a second time. I think, and then not to get too graphic, listeners, but we all do this. I went to wipe because yeah. you guys still got to give a little wipe. It's just a pat. Hardly anything on my tissue on my toilet paper. Yes. Hardly anything. It was bidet. so clean. Listen, people used to talk about bidets. I'm really glad that you used. It, mm-hmm. the experience. Oh, I want now. I remember a friend of ours, Bo, had oh. Bo and her partner mm-hmm. had um had a bidet, and they were like, "It's gonna freaking change your world." Like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. And, and like you have to have it. And I was like, "Whatever, I don't." What are you talking about? Like, I don't want to use your bidet. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Jenny's mom ended up getting us a tushy. No, this is not an ad, but tushy fucking hook us up because yeah. we love you. I love Tushy. Now I do too. Tushy, if you're listening, mm-hmm. you got to get one. Mm-hmm. She bought us one and I installed it. And if I can do it, anyone can install it. I installed it on our toilet. Mm-hmm. You need to get a bidet, you guys. Everyone listening has to have a bidet. Mm-hmm. It completely changes everything you yeah. use let it's it's less wasteful you're you're not using as much toilet paper nine times out of ten it's literally just patting dry the water yeah that, and your bum will thank you and your bum will thank you let's do a commercial right now for um okay. what's it called again tushy tushy okay so hi oh what kind of commercial is it like is it a t- f- testimonial or it's like yeah we're, we're spokespeople for tushy okay hi there my name's amy good murphy and i'm charles bankman we're doing different names. Okay. Hi, my name's Charlize Cherline. And I'm Ted McGinley. <laughs> That's good. So fast. And we're here to talk about, oh yeah, poo poo. Yeah. We all do it. We all do it, you guys. And don't turn the channel. Don't. Because don't. Taylor McKinley. Yeah. What's your name? Ted. Ted McKinley. McKinley. Yeah. And here's the thing, because, hey, do you go to the bathroom? 
I do three times before noon and I wipe and wipe and sometimes it never come clean. Cut. Don't say how many times you go. It's jarring for people. Okay, sorry. Because we want them to keep okay. listening. I wipe and wipe. And you know what? Sometimes it, it never, never come, come clean. clean. Hey, have you been here before? You wipe and wipe and it never come clean. You wipe so much that your ass gets raw. Oh, cut. You have to make sure that they keep listening, okay? Is that too much? Yeah, just don't be like jarring. Don't freak anybody but like out. My, my butt bleeds sometimes I wipe so much. Okay, but we're not going to say that okay. in the commercial because okay. it's not relatable. All right. All unfortunately. Right. I'm sorry. That's a you thing. I'm sorry. So you have to do it to everybody. Okay, okay. Hey, are you a human being who eliminates bodily waste through your bum? Mm-hmm. Then you need tushy because if not, it will never come clean. Never. I tried it for the first time yesterday and my ass went, thank you, Ryan. Yeah. After my, I was done. Yeah. And if you put a microphone to your butt after you use a tissue, you'll hear, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and your butt will go, thank you. <laughs> wow. I feel clean. <laughs> She's puckered her lips together like a real asshole right now. Thank too. Thank you. <laughs> I feel so clean. Finally. Oh my God. That's what you'll Imagine say. your ass could talk. I would love that with the things it would say. Yeah, I know. It would always be like, what's up? Drink water. Yeah. Mine would be like, Hey Ryan, it's been a few years since anyone's been up here. Hey, if anyone's listening, he wants to fuck me. <laughs> slide into our DMs. <laughs> Gee, we're back at it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you want to, um, did you go visit your mom? Your mom had a birthday. Yeah. My mom just turned 66, which is always people find fascinating because I'm 44. My mom had me young, yes. but I would joke about it. My mom and I are going to end up in a retirement home one day together, which will be so fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> together. Yeah, she'll be in her nineties. I'll be, be in my seventies. A junior senior. Yeah. That's my mom. That's literally a thing. You're a junior senior mm-hmm. when you're of a certain age, yeah. you'll be a junior senior yeah. and she'll, she's a senior. My mom's mom lived to be 96. So I'm determined my mom, my mom will do something similar. And because of my excessive drinking, I will probably be in my seventies, but I'll be in the same state as my mom. That makes sense. <laughs> and um, it's got to catch up to me one day. Yeah. But um, yeah, oh, I, went to, that's awful. I went to Merrick's. I haven't been up there for a few months, especially when they both been there. Last time I went to, it was just my dad. So they were both there. <sighs> The house, you guys are on this journey with us. They've been building a house in Merritt for a year, but then there was floods and there was uh, fires and COVID. Everyone building the house got COVID. So there's contractor problems. But I went there uh, the other day and all their stuff is out of storage. It's in the house. A lot of it is still in boxes and not all put away properly. But here's the funny thing. I don't think they're listening. It's a very nice house. It's way bigger than mm-hmm. they need. It's very modern looking, but they brought all their old furniture from their old Langley house, which is not very modern. So the contrast <laughs> of all this like old, all, even the dishes when my mom opened the, the cupboards, I was like, Oh, like in my head, I'm like, Hey girl, it's time to go. Like, let's go to home girl. sense and yeah. like, let's update this shit. But maybe there's something to like all this old stuff in a nice new house. I don't really care. I'm just very excited. There's no hot tub yet. And I made a point to talk about it because oh. that's literally the most exciting thing for me. I want to be in a hot tub when it's snowing. That's my mm-hmm. favorite thing ever in the world is that. So the hot tub is going to have to wait, I think a couple more months, which I know, I'm a little mad about, but I'm not paying for it. So I want my hot I tub, want my daddy. hot tub, daddy. I'm 44. I want to have it. Oh, my hot tub. And I want it now. I want to go in the hot tub with my mommy and daddy. Yeah. And play truth or dare with my mommy and daddy. Yeah. Ew. Ew. Imagine play truth, truth or, dare. or dare. Hey, mom, I dare you to make out with dad in front of me. <laughs> mom, I dare you to show us your tits. <laughs> mom, I dare you. Hey, listen, speaking of family. Yeah. Yesterday when you were over, mm-hmm. sometimes I like to put on a little TV on mute in the background. Just, mm-hmm. just a little something for the eye, a little yeah. pleasure. Yeah, yeah, of course. A little eye pleasure. And um, I put on, what did I put on? Love Island. Mm-hmm. And we were looking at the girls. I've never seen Love Island before. I've seen like clips, you know, a little bit of it. And then I fell off. I didn't keep watching it. But Ryan's seen it. And I watched every season. He's yeah. watched every season. And the he's, American one. 
of the American one. And he was telling me about the girls, like the content or the guys and the girls yeah, and like yeah, what yeah. happens. And Oh my God. Okay. First of all, it's the first episode that I've put on, I think where they're like matching up or yeah, whatever. Like, yeah. All the girls are in tiny miniature bikinis in stiletto high stripper heels. <laughs> like the heels are fucking, I don't know what happened here. Yeah. I don't know if they got to pick their own or if love Island provided them. The host has a perm on like anything <laughs> I've ever fucking seen. It's insane. Yeah. And she's talking to the girls. What do you think about Eric? And they're like, I don't know. I love that. Um, I wasn't sure if I was going to step forward, but then I saw his huge tattoo in old English that said family. Yeah. And I thought, I like this guy. Yeah. Okay. This guy, I can't. Anyways, I started thinking all these girls, they show them in like slow-mo jumping up and down with their huge tits, yeah. their stiletto heels. Anyways, I started thinking, what if you were parents and this was your kid, either the guy or the girl, mm-hmm. this was your kid. Well, what's new with Charles? Oh, well, he's on Love Island. Yeah. Our daughter Tristan is on Love <laughs> Island and she got railed by two guys in one episode. <laughs> we're just happy for her to be on CBS. Tomorrow night, three new horny sluts come to the island. <laughs> First up, new girl, Serenity. Serenity. <laughs> Serenity, Trinity, and Amber are on tonight's episode. <laughs> Fuck. Oh. And their friend Trixie comes as a surprise guest. Yeah. I can't. Or like, what if your kid was on The Bachelor? I know. And you had to see them like making out and shit. Mm -hmm. And like, they come home for the hometown dates. Yeah. I would never, I, you know how sometimes on Bachelor, like through the history of Bachelor Mm -hmm. or Bachelorette, sometimes the parents don't um, participate or they like once in a while, there's like been those things. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Mm -hmm. I would never bring a camera to my house and be like, what are your intentions? Yeah. You ready to marry my daughter? No, you're fucking not. You, this is stupid. You met her a month ago. You've gone on two proper dates. Yeah. You ready for the next step? Have you guys had sex yet yeah. in the, uh, what's the room called that you get? The, the, the honeymoon paradise suite? Paradise? Honeymoon, honeymoon I can't suite? I was trying, I was trying to think Have you that. guys been in the honeymoon suite yet or not? Are you guys fucked yet? Yeah. Hey, if you get a key to her hotel room, don't fuck her. Don't fuck her, okay? How about the season of uh, Bachelorette 2? It's now concluded. Yeah. It was probably the saddest one ever, as in, like, I'm so embarrassing for the girls. Um, it's really embarrassing for them. Rachel, they both ended up with guys, but Rachel's guy cheated on her after the show. <laughs> so the whole, like, after the final rose was just about him. He was an idiot, too. He was trying to talk, trying to, like, turn it around on her. Yeah. So she is nobody. So now it's the second she did the Bachelor and the Bachelorette, and both uh, both times she ended up heartbroken and, and, and pretty sad looking. And then Gabby. Yeah. Gabby ended up with Eric. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Close yeah. your ears. Oh yeah, close your ears. Um, and so then after the after the show, too, I haven't watched the full episode yet, but um, I think he fucked up too, but they're still together because now she's on Dancing with the Stars and apparently he's cheering for her. Because <laughs> 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 that's what you do after The Bachelorette. So she, Gabby's been so busy. She did Bachelor, Bachelorette, and now Dancing with the Stars. And the next season, next year, she'll be on Love Island. Yeah, but listen, it's I just want to find love. It's so hard. I want guys to be vulnerable with me. Yeah. And then I want to get on with my life and have kids. And I want to have the fairy tale ending. But first I want to go on Dancing with the Stars, Love <laughs> yeah. Island. Um, I want to go on Paradise Island. The Challenge. I want to USA. go on the Challenge USA. Survivor, maybe Amazing Race, of course. Uh, yeah. And yeah, then I want to host The Bachelorette. I want to mm-hmm. be a guest host yeah, and yeah. interview them and be like, are your intentions real? Hi, I'm Gabby. Yeah, I'm Gabby. To yeah, I get to the Bachelorette. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Should we get to our guest? I'd love it. Oh, it's been so long since we said that. I know. Let's do it. Okay. Our guest today is a business owner, a marketing genius, an influencer, a comedian, an actor, and all around creative. She made headlines and gave Real Housewives star Jen Shaw a run for her money when in 2007, she robbed the elderly in Canada's largest phone scam to date. Wow. It's Katie Burrell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo! 
Wow. wow. I can't believe 07 is still making headlines. Yeah. yeah. But why did you do that? Yeah. I just, yeah, I just felt entitled to their money. You know, they don't <laughs> that much longer. They're going to die soon. Like, why mm. are they hoarding it? I do get that. I do get that too. Yeah. But why didn't you go to jail in Revelstoke? They don't have one here, actually. Oh, oh <laughs> convenient. <laughs> so anyone can just do whatever they want in Revelstoke and just no one goes to jail? Yeah, it's like our, it's like Texas. It's like our, oh. it's our own little thing. Okay, good I, to know. I get the appeal. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I wanted to ask you so your last name is Purell. Is that from the famous soap company? <laughs> it's actually yeah, distant relatives. <laughs> okay. But it's, um, it's actually, well, my father very unfortunately found out that he's British, not Scottish, by going to a medieval castle in Scotland where he thought mm-hmm. he'd find his name. And turns out he's not from where he thought he was from. And also in his head, being Scottish was way cooler than being British. And he went through a whole identity crisis. I'm sorry, Katie, Katie, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Katie, what the fuck are you? Yeah, we just want to know if you have money. <laughs> Katie. Not, not significant amount. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're not. Yeah, we're not the lineage we thought we were. Okay, basically. All right. Good to know. Now, listen, Miss Purell, um, tell us a little bit about what the fuck is this leisure? I mean, you do it all. Obviously, we just said we, you run all the hats. And previously, you, you didn't. That's what they say. You run all the hats. Yeah. <laughs> now, previously, you didn't run all the hats, honey. You were living in, dare I say, corporate life. Yeah, I, w- I was. I know. I made a big pivot. So I was actually thinking about that this morning as I woke up. It, it's been three years since I quit my nine to five. This Whoa. month. Yeah. Congratulations. So, thank you. So three years ago, I was working for a heli skiing company. And two years prior to that, I was working for a legal... For a law firm, one of the big ones like in downtown Vancouver. And um, I was doing like stand-up and improv on the side in the evenings. And then um, not making a whiff of a cent doing it. <laughs> and... Uh, and then three years ago, we made a short film that got a bit more attention than we expected. And it went on tour and I went on tour with it. And it turned out I couldn't have a job that at the same time. Um, so I made the leap as you know, my memoir will one say, but really it's a free fall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> debt, uh, which yeah, I was in like a significant amount of debt for a while, which was fun for my whole family until they bailed me out. And then... Um, Things are looking a little different these days because everyone wants hats. <laughs> yes. Nice. Yeah, the hats are paying the bills. Well, sort of. We went to look at your hats and, and perhaps out. get a hat. Yeah. And Katie, it says that you have new hats and then you go to the... You fuck with us. She's a yeah. mind fucker too because all of a sudden it's like new hats have arrived and then I go to get a hat and they're sold out. Mm-hmm. So it's, riddle us that. I just can't get over how many fucking people want these goddamn hats and how fast <laughs> they're selling. I'm like, I we post them and I think the last round sold out in in a in like six hours. I'm Shut like, am I literally wow. Kanye West? Like, yes, <laughs> you are Kanye you West. Are. These drops are out of control. So we need to basically our next one. We need to buy more hats. We keep buying more hats than we're comfortable buying, and then they keep selling out. And then I keep getting messages that we need more. And I'm so I don't know. We tried the pre-order thing, but. I'm also just like, I, we weren't really expecting to launch a, a, an apparel company this year. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and it's like, now we have interest from these companies to do, you know, sweatsuits, a ski, a ski kit, a, a mountain biking kit, jacket, da, 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 this whole thing, hats, like full head to toe fits. And I'm like, this is a full, this is like a full time, like, you Other know, job. 
yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. launching your apparel line. There, I mean, we're a team of three, right? And we're doing all this production work over here and content and this movie, and then we're like, do we really have time to launch this this year? So, Leisure Athlete, the brand is like in its in its seed form right now, and we just do the hats. But there's a whole vision for way more. It's oh, just yeah. it's just a when and how, you know. So when people ask you what you do, do you say like, I'm a producer slash comedian slash athlete slash uh, designer slash like, I think you could roll off probably 20 different things. I, it depends who asks actually. <laughs> and like Whether or not I feel like getting into a conversation with them and also whether or not I want to impress them or mm. like not. And like how you approach, how I approach it every time is different. What would I ask, what would I say if you guys asked me, for example, like when we met in a bar? I'd probably say content creator if I met you guys. So you'd right. like maybe talk to me and like look me up and like message me someday or something. Be like, we are we are too. Oh my god. Yeah, us too, but us like on too. a smaller scale and like <laughs> so for our listeners who don't know who you are, tell us a little bit in a fucking nutshell, Katie, goddamn, after we heard about your family lineage or whatever the fuck <laughs> that was. In a nutshell, you are a content creator, but you like you're you're funny and you're smart and you write and you shoot and you produce and you have a team of three and it's your company's called Katie Burrell TV for now. Um, so we are basically like a fl- call us a fledgling production company, if you will. So we do we can service a brand to create content, you know, ad style content or influencer style content um or you know a web series or whatever it is like the the client comes to us with a pitch and, and we can we can produce that content we just you know hire outside of our team of three and additional contractors etc we also have this you know apparel line that we're launching or working on a launch for uh, around this leisure athlete brand and then the leisure athlete brand also does uh camps so we we did a we've done two um leisure camps where we invite or we allow people to come and like experience this leisure lifestyle. And we're doing one in New Zealand in 2023. Oh wow. Um, and so it, it's one of the, I, I guess like content creator, actor, director, writer, producer, I don't know. It's a slashy kind of situation for sure. Mm-hmm. But um, like entertain, let's call it entertainment is the easiest kind of, umbrella to put it all under and then also just giving people like a touch point for it via the the camps and via this opportunity to come hang out and and crack jokes in person and have a laugh in person is um all sort of surrounding right now the outdoors in some capacity right Uh, that that doesn't mean that that's where it stops it's just where it started Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so would you say that everything you do is comedic or not necessarily, and maybe not necessarily moving forward? I feel like it is. It is right now, definitely. Um, I feel like a very serious person, you know, in my like day-to-day life. Um, but for some reason, my self-expression is funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of like my, my central conflict right. uh, if I were to be a, a character. Um, yeah. So I think that one of the things that comedy has given a lot of these brands and a lot of these clients that we're working with or partners that we're working with is an opportunity to cut through kind of marketing content that has otherwise been saturated by these very sort of yeah dramatic or heartfelt you know, connected to the mountains kind of a vibe. And 
over here in the real world, everyone's kind of like, you know, eye rolling a little bit at their marketing jobs and what they have to produce at work. And we've tried to create content that sort of entertains people from that more facetious or satirical side of the, of the industry. And Mm -hmm. it's just, it's just felt, I think, unique and original and kind of like people were thanking me for us for creating that, um, which has just kind of built our, our niche uh, in terms of using comedy as a sort of, yeah, using it functionally to just differentiate from other marketing content. Um, and, and I think, I, I think I'll try to always have a sense of humor in anything that I produce or, or direct because it is the truth serum. It is the stuff that cuts through so much, but I, I think my, sensibility towards comedy is significantly more kind of on the nose than a lot of these brands are ever really comfortable with. And Mm -hmm. it's like, Oh, if if you are this, you have to be willing to make fun of yourself in a sense. And I I always try to push, push my clients and push the brands we work with to say like, look, everyone's saying this behind your back. So you can either, (laughs) you can either lean into that and, and get in on the joke, or you can be on the other side of the joke. It's like, you want the audience to laugh with you or at you, 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 cause you cannot, you can have either or, you know? Right. Right. Um, So I'm always like, be on the inside of the joke. It's happening. It's happening anyway. Right. And I think this is a really cool time um, to be, doing something like this and trying to target different companies and different brands and and industries because of what's happening in the world. And this like middle-aged older white man who is, would absolutely, you know, talking about eye rolls, eye roll this. Yeah. That, and be like, absolutely fucking not. We everything has to be positive. We have to do this. This is what works. This is what sells are being dying off and getting pushed out and retiring or whatever the fuck that looks like or changing thankfully. Mm -hmm. So finally this is happening. How does the world not understand we're, I mean, I'm sure you just think this all the time. You're probably exhausted. We're the same. We, we, we do something similar to you. Like one of our clients is YVR, the airport and their marketing team is fucking amazing. They're so funny. They totally get it. Mm -hmm. They, you know, then they're not, they're not stupid. There's obviously lines that, that should not be crossed, you know, that are inappropriate, whatever. Um, but we try and get as inappropriate as possible, but, um, it's a really cool time for you to, to do this. And you're so fucking good at it, Katie. I watched your Arteryx. Were you in Chicago this morning? Oh my God. I, I just love watching you. You're so funny. You're so good at it. And I just think any company is fucking stupid not to hire somebody like you or hire somebody like us to laugh. Who doesn't love to laugh. Mm-hmm. I, first of all, I have to say, I love the work that you guys are doing for YVR. It's exactly what I'm talking about. We, we still have partners and clients and businesses approach us and go, can you, can you roast us? Then we go create that content for them, send them the V1. And they're like, um, never mind. That's yes. Yes. That's <laughs> like you quite literally said the word roast to me. I did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't get it. If you can't like speak the language of TikTok or Twitter or even Instagram, you know, it's like you have no business being the person that cuts the checks for these campaigns. If you can't understand the jokes and understand how the, the language works, you know, yes. so much of what is crushing right now in, in marketing are brands that are going, all right, let's level everyone that takes in this content is a person and everyone that works on putting this content out is a person. Therefore the inside jokes around being a person are what are going to land and what are going to ultimately get people talking about this brand. And it's like, 
I don't know. I, I, I've really battled with like at this point in, in my career. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. And I feel like three years ago, I, 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 had, I felt I had so much more to prove. And I took it so personally if brands like shut down my ideas. And at this point, I'm just like, you know what? Like, you're lost. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to do it my way. And I, in the, even in the last like six months, I've gotten better at saying to brands and clients, like, look, I love you. I, I know you're scared. You hired me to do a job. You have to trust me. Mm-hmm. Every day I interact with my audience, every day I interact with the internet and people on the internet, this won't work unless you let me be the expert on what's funny. Right. You know, yeah, you're, yeah. you you're amazing at doing doing. I'm not gonna put make an example, so they'll then we'll know who it is. Your, your example, <laughs> you're you're amazing at making a product, right? That's not my gift. Yeah. Mine is to tell you where a laugh line is or what will land, and yeah. it, it's not that idea you had. But God mm-hmm. bless you, right. you know? yeah. And and who watches an ad and laughs and goes, <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that. Like it made me laugh. It's funny. It's interesting. It's a little bit different from, you know, maybe what this particular brand does or not, or it's in line, but it, it was enjoyable. To laugh is to enjoy something and be happy. I mean, think about the IKEA commercial, the start the car. It's iconic. It's an iconic commercial. And it was because they created they 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 created an in it's like I mean, you think about an improv show, all you're doing is creating a loop for your live audience to find an inside joke amongst it's why you laugh so hard with your friends. If like they fall or something, cause it's like, mm-hmm. you already have, you know, 20 years of stuff that's happened amongst you. What that, what commercials like that do is they create this like club almost for everyone to be a part of. And I was in the brick the other day and I was <laughs> buying chairs for 20. Wait, wait Katie, <laughs> get out of the brick. No, I live in a trailer. Let me live. Oh, okay, so okay, sorry. Yeah. I bought these these <laughs> these chairs at the brick at the warehouse sale for 20 bucks a chair. They're amazing chairs. And I went, when I was paying for it, I went, start the car. And then I was like, wait, that's an IKEA commercial, not a brick. <laughs> she just looked at you. She just quiet. Also, did you quietly say it like that? Can you start the car? She was like, What? Sorry, ma'am. <laughs> raging closet boomer or like how I interact with people in the world, but that's another story. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, I, I, I love, I love it when clients, you know, it, it's like they take a deep breath and they're like, launch it. Yes. Yeah. Right, launch it. And then, and I'm just like, I hate the, like, or I love the uh, conversations after like, I'm, I'm like, I'm not going to say I told you so, but right. can mm-hmm. I hear it? Can I hear it? And like, <laughs> 
you were right. Yeah. yeah. We saw on TikTok that you have 39,000 followers and we, the Ryan and Amy show, have 60,000. Um, what does that mean? Um, I think it probably means that you guys have cracked the TikTok code more than I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, like maybe... Um, you like care more? Yeah, I creeped your Instagram uh, in hopes of finding something to cancel you, as we do to yeah, every we guest. Like to try to cancel um, on every episode. And I went, I went, I scrolled down, scrolled down, and it stopped quite early at 2017. Did you only join Instagram in 2017? Yeah, like, what were you doing? Yeah, like were you still in MySpace? I did. I did. I was a very late. What's what's the early an early investor or early adopter? I was a late adopter of social yeah, media. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I resisted it for so long. I thought it was dumb. And um, <laughs> that is mean. That's mean to us because we've been online for since I was thirteen. Yeah. Here's also um, Katie. I've been surfing the net since I was thirteen years old, looking for dicks, looking for any type mm. of sexual back and forth. What's it called Nexopia or something? Nexopia. I never had that. I didn't have any of it though. I I had really. I don't know. I lived a very sheltered childhood. Like I played outside. I was like, I was like a, one of the little rascals. I had like a clubhouse and like I built a go kart and like ripped around my neighborhood. And then mm-hmm. when I was a teenager, I was also a late bloomer and. Social media felt like the same thing. I don't know. And it's funny now that it like is my job, but I it took me forever to give a fuck about it. What are you hiding? <laughs> what are you running from? What are you running oh, from? Oh my God. How long do you have? No, we don't. Katie, <laughs> no, no don't. not for you. Okay. Uh, last thing before we get to our PLT stories here. Yeah. We also noticed that you um, follow Adam Levine on Instagram. Care to comment? Um, yes. Cause okay, this, is, this is where I feel like you can get canceled. Um, because I follow drama, you know what wow. I mean? Like I'm probably following every member of the Trump family. I'm following <laughs> like, I follow drama. And then yeah. I'm like, I have liked, I've liked it. You know what no, I mean? Katie don't mm, like it. And then I've watched where people have gotten in trouble for this in the bit, you know, so-and-so liked this tweet. And so that I'm like, Oh my God, you can't, you can't engage. So now I'm trying to do it more from a spectator standpoint, very mm. much hands off watching the drama, but I, I'm sure there's records of me liking Trump's tweets because some of the shit he said was just like, I'm like, I want the algorithm to feed this to me so I can see it. It's so funny. You have oh to go God. back. You have to go back yeah, and unlike them, please. I'm going to hire someone to do a scrub for sure, but I'm you like, do. <laughs> we did. A scrub. We, we, did a, we, did a, we did our own scrub. <laughs> we did a scrub. <laughs> But for me, it's just like, I, 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 you know how the algorithm like sends you stuff you engage with. And for me, yeah. I'm like, I just get a kick out of some of this absolute fuckery. So I'm like mm-hmm. the non, yeah, here I am out engaging with Adam Levine posts, <laughs> but I find out whether or not he, you know, Bahati, Bahati ever it. says anything, you know? Yeah. Listen, listen, a couple things I want to say. First of all, I love all that shit. I'm a fucking drama horny woman. Mm-hmm. 100%. I follow all the weirdest shit. I keep people on my list that are going down mental like holes because I'm like, oh my God, do you see what they posted today? Like, but I never engage. I don't want to talk to you. Don't DM me. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they see that I look at their stories though. And I'm always the first one. So I'm like, what the fuck is she posting now? (laughs) Jenny made me unfollow one girl because it was too much. It was getting in my mind. I was like, you should see what she said now. Oh my God, she's doing this. Here's the thing. I also follow all those like teen elevator fuck boys on Instagram. Oh Oh my God. Okay. I follow all them because I can't handle it. I also like to cringe watch. Like, do you follow cringe on Instagram? It's like my cringe or something. (laughs) No, I just have my own. 
selected cringe list that I watch. No, I'm going to send you this. You're going to die. It's like the best, but I follow them one to cringe and two, because we want to make fun of them. Like we want material. Mm-hmm. But when you go on my, my like for you page, if you go on Jenny, my partner's for you page, it's like beautiful. There's art. There's like really cool, you know, clothes and whatever. Mine's yeah. like teens, popping zits, um, oh. fucking weird. Sh- Sorry. You don't, you popping zits. You ever popped a zit in your life? Well, I, I cleared my blackheads last night before bed. Ew. <laughs> See, I'm fine. No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I watch all, I watch everything. I, I, I should everything. be careful about what I'm like liking and whatnot, but you got to stay off. Mm-hmm. I got to get really burned by the internet. So that I'm, I'm more afraid of it. It hasn't happened yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's going to happen. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. What does your for you page look like? Um, you know what? I'm like also a closet fashion wannabe girl. Like I I follow so many girls that are like, do like the outfits that change really fast and stuff. Like my for you page is like TikTok aesthetic clean girl. Like, because I wish I was that as I Mm. sit like literally in a stained sweatshirt in my trailer with a box (laughs) of cardboard next to me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sorry. A stack of (laughs) stack. Yeah. This is like influencer real life, like unboxing shit. And now it's time for our PLT stories. D, will you please play our PLT theme music? <laughs> Thank you, D. Thank you, D. D, say hi to Katie Purell. Oh, she's shy. Yeah, she's being she's shy. Again. She's got a crush. Yeah. D. Okay. Oh, she got a ticket the other day huh? on her bike. She did? Yeah. On her motorcycle? Yeah. D, you said you could park anywhere. Yeah. Oh, okay, D. Chill out. Okay, Ryan, you're up. She's giving us a weird look. Yeah. Okay, I'm up. So I think I was around, I want to say nine or 10 years old, growing up in Langley, BC. And I was hanging out with the Podwins. They were these boys that I was in Taekwondo with. There was two of them. I think one was like a year older and one was a year younger. So we kind of all just like hung out. And um, we were riding bikes. And we're riding around in Brookswood, which is an area in Langley and whatever. And I had just seen the, uh, the Patsy Cline biopic, Sweet Dreams, starring Jessica Lange. Don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's amazing. Ed Harris plays her love interest. And there's a scene in the movie where Patsy Klein gets in a car accident. And it's like very dramatic. And she's kind of hurt. I think someone in the car might have died. I can't remember. But she's fine. She lives through it, obviously. But she's like, she I remember the scene of the in the movie where she is in the accident and she goes, Somebody help me. Somebody help me. And like it's all it's all dramatic. And I love that in these dramatic movies. We had Super Channel growing up. So I saw this woman yelled this. Uh, yeah, Patsy Klein. Okay. And so I um I would see a lot all these movies on Super Channel all the time. I was obsessed. So I'm riding my bike with the Podwins. We're being cool. You know, whoa, look at that. Look, right on, Ryan. And then I, I totally fucking wipe out. But I don't know what happened. I, if I don't know if I hit a bump or something or I swerved too hard. But I go flying off my bike onto the cement. I'm just like a little scratched up. You know, like I'm probably not even bleeding. Just like broke some skin on my knees and my arms. But I decide that this is going to be my big moment. So I'm lying there. <laughs> And I start going, wait, wait, I decide that this is going to be my big moment. Yes. Go on. And I'm, so I'm now I'm on the ground. I'm all like scuffed up and I go, somebody help me. <laughs> and I look over and there's this like man in his garage, just like, you know, putting things away or something. He sees me with the biggest, like, what the fuck face? Like no one actually wants to help me. They know I'm just being a little dramatic queen. You know what I mean? Somebody help me. And I remember looking at the pod ones and they literally were laughing at me. They were like, oh, yeah. holy shit. What's up with this little queen? 
because he is queening, he's queening <laughs> he's out. He's a little feminine. He's, he's a femboy. He's it's a okay. little, little riot steel. <laughs> and so then finally, like, whatever, like Jamie came in, like, you know, it kind of helps me get up and we walk right back back to his place. And I, I need like one band aid. And then they told their dad. And I think it was, you know, I don't know how, <laughs> then they probably told my parents it was probably a whole inside joke that I didn't know for like five years. <laughs> Somebody help me. <laughs> Somebody help me. I fell off my fucking bike. It's, you know what I mean? It's not like I, I chopped my arm off or, you know what I mean? And I decided this <laughs> was going to be my moment. <laughs> the Sex in the City voice, Carrie Bradshaw's voice. Yeah. <laughs> it was then that I decided that this would be my moment. <laughs> and then my parents, uh, my parents put me into acting. That's where everything transitioned for me. Yeah. They got me a pair of tap shoes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. They got me a nice little silver hat that I would always wear. Wow. Yeah, really okay, nice. Katie, on the count of three, we have to say that Ryan is a PLT. One, two, three. Ryan, Ryan you're, you're a PLT. A PLT. Thank you there very you much. Spot on. Spot on. Yeah. There's a beautiful delay always, and it's always awful when we try to yeah, do it yeah. at the same time. Um, look at me now, though. Look at you now. Yeah. And now you're a big, burly man yeah. who would never yell that. No. You never yell or scream. No. no. But you should see whenever when Amy drives, if the smallest little thing happens, I go like this. Yesterday. <laughs> I always like, <gasps> listen. And then I try to act like I'm not. Ryan's parents live in Merritt. And he likes to take the Greyhound bus up there because he doesn't like to drive. He likes to be driven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he loves to take the Greyhound. I'm not going to drive three and a half hours by myself. I could be. I couldn't be bothered. I like to be sitting down on my phone listening to like my music. Listen, we're not going to talk about it, okay? I can tell what you are thinking, and it's okay. We're all different. He likes the Greyhound. He he likes to get up there driven. Okay, mm-hmm. he's a Patsy Klein. <laughs> So I picked him up from the Greyhound station and drove him to my house yesterday to do some work. And I think three, two, three times there was a, (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) which makes me angry because it scares me Uh, every time he does it. I'm not scared of what's happening, but it's, he scares me. Anyways, Patsy, congratulations. You're a fucking PLT. Okay. Well, I'm going to go now, Patsy and little cutie Katie. Um, (laughs) This is when I used to have a real job. Mm -hmm. Okay. I used to work in an office and this was about maybe like, oh my God, 10 years ago, maybe more. And I used to work with this girl who I really liked, who is quite a bit younger than me. I think she was maybe like six years younger than me. She was lovely, but she was like young. I was in my early, I was in my mid 20s. She was in her like early 20s. She was very smart, very funny, whatever. She's my friend. We worked in this office together. And one day, we've been working together for like maybe two years. And one day she comes up to me and she's like acting all weird. And I'm like, what the fuck are you? You're being a weirdo, whatever. Like she's just being weird. Her energy was weird. She was like not talking normally. And she was like, hey, can I talk to you for a second? And I was like, yeah, what's up? And she's like, I'm like, what Jen? And, she's, <laughs> and she goes, if I told you to meet me somewhere and I didn't tell you why, but I told you when and where, would you meet me there and not ask any questions? It's all I can say. That's all I can say. And I was like, ew, Jen, what the fuck are you talking about? You weirdo. I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? She's like, I can't say anything. I just need you to meet me somewhere. It's tomorrow downtown at the Best Western Inn in the conference room. <laughs> and I was like, what? I'm like, go like, right. I was like doing something. I'm like, go away. You're being a weirdo. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't understand if she's joking. I don't really get what's happening. She leaves it. She, she like, she was like a little bit embarrassed and like leaves the conversation. And then I think either later that day or like the next day, she comes up to me again. Listen, I I can't tell you because they told us that we can't tell you. Okay. We can't tell you, but I just 
this is going to be worth your while. Like, I promise you, this can be, I'm in my mid 20s. I don't know what anything, I don't know what's happening. I have no inkling of what she's talking about. I don't get it where this is going. Finally, on the third day, she was like, think about it. She came up to me and asked me to think about it again. And I said, I need to talk to you for a minute. And we went into this other room and I said, you're freaking me out and you're pissing me off. What the fuck is going on? Who are these people? And I'm not meeting you at the Best Western Inn it's for some meeting blindly. What's going on? And she goes, follow me. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Why do I feel like you're about to get sex trafficked? No, 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 no. no. It's not sex trafficking. Um, and so she's like, follow me. And we go into another room and it's like, she's literally looking behind her fucking shoulder. Okay. We were... Uh, no one's listening to us. No one gives a fuck. People are hawking darts. I worked in the trailer industry, semi-trailer industry. Okay, no one gives a fuck. So we're in this other room and she goes, look, I'm not supposed to say anything, but I can, will only tell you, but don't say anything. And if I tell you, you have to promise to come. And I was like, no, I'm not promising to come. But yes, you have to tell me, you fucking weirdo. And finally she goes, okay, look, I'm in on the ground floor of something and this is something that you're going to want to get in on. And they have promised us. Yeah. They have promised us that we are going to like, this is going to be very like good for us. And I'm like, what? And she goes, internet malls. And I said, what again? And she goes, internet malls. Listen, a friend of mine met this guy and he's running this thing. And if you get in now on the ground floor, you have to like pay. I'm like, Jen, how much money have you given this this person? And she's like, don't worry about that. It's not about the money. I'm like, yes, it is, Jen. How much money have you given this person? She goes on to tell me how much money she's given. I think she's given him at least $1,000. And she's in her early 20s. I'm like, Jen, what the fuck are you talking about? Internet mall. She goes, think about it. The future is the internet. There's going to be no more physical malls. Nobody wants to shop in person anymore. They only want to shop online. Internet malls. I'm like, internet malls? People already go to websites and buy what the... She's like, just come to the Best Western. Anyways, I didn't go to the Best Western. And I convinced her after a month of telling her every day that she's in some weird little pyramid scheme. And that she's not making any money on the ground floor from internet malls. Oh, my God. (laughs) So... I love her so much. I'm still in contact with her. She's lovely and she was naive and young and this weirdo got a hold of her. But mm. oh my God, she's a pill. She's built. She was yeah, built. She was. She was a pill. What is is internet malls? Is that like Amazon essentially now? It was like she showed me the inter the working interface that they were working on. It was so ugly. And do you won't remember this, Katie, but you'll probably remember this. Remember when the internet first started happening and it was a black screen with green writing always? Yeah, of course, yeah. It was just a black screen yeah. with green the writing. Net. The net. The net. Oh Anyways, my god! Yeah, and and it basically just like looked like the net, the beginning of the net. Anyways, that was at internet malls. Um. Okay, a couple of things. Yeah. Um. What did I say? Also, what's that mall magazine when you're on an airplane? It's is it called, on board? When there's on board. No, there's something called it's something mall. And when you're on an airplane, you look sky mall. Sky mall. <laughs> I, I like that's kind of off topic. But I love a nice sky mall. The stuff they sell in yeah. sky mall Watches. is amazing. It's all little <laughs> trinkets and stuff that you don't need, but for some reason you gotta, I, have. You gotta have it. When you're up there, you're like, I could use this. <laughs> I just was imagining like the woman or person that's like, I just assume it's a woman, like that's curating that Sky Mall collection. Like yes. she needs it. She knows you know, what we need. Her. Like a fit, like yeah, mid-50s, just like we need this little reindeer decorative. <laughs> they sell, honey. They sell up there. Yeah, they move. Also, my friend once in Australia, he messaged me and he's like, Ryan, well, he same kind of thing. He's like, Will you meet me in Florida? I'm like, why? He goes, It's this new like Lyft Uber company, and they're starting off in Florida. And if we go there right now, we can 
can get in. We can get on it while it's new. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm not flying myself to Florida. <laughs> also, really quickly, too, when I worked at Red Robin and Langley, <laughs> there was a pyramid scheme going Katie, on there. There was a pyramid scheme at the Langley Red Robin. We worked there, but they weren't even selling anything. You literally just put in money. And that was it. And then the person above you would get that money, but then you had to get people below, below you to get money. And it was just yes. an ongoing money. Yes. Um, yes. But there's nothing being sold, just money. Yeah. My, uh, the lady that used to do my nails used to try to pitch me on it every time she did my nails and I was stuck getting my nails done. <laughs> okay, honey, you're up. I'm sorry. Okay. I just, I mean, I, I prepared a story like, you know, I, it's the first time I've ever t- gone public with this story. There's only one other person in the world that knows this story. Um, and it was my best friend who rescued me from this situation, but I don't know if it really falls under the category of PLT, but I think it also does. So in the universe, ah, butterflies thinking about it, sharing this, it's very embarrassing. You guys said embarrassing story, right? Mm -hmm. (sighs) Okay. My heart rate has like picked up. (laughs) This is an exclusive. This is an exclusive. (laughs) It's just like it, it. We have. I have to share it. It's so bad. It's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I was in second year university. I was absolutely heartbreakingly uh, over head over heels in love in the, in the most unrequited situation you could possibly be in. This guy absolutely sent me. I was over the moon for this guy. I was so in love with him. And he lived across the street from us. And he you know, every once in a while would sort of like dangle the carrot, if you will. Like there were, there were some semi dates that were maybe not fully dates and a lot of sort of, you know, run-ins on the the quad, you know, like (laughs) I'll write a movie, I'll write a movie about it someday, maybe, but uh, my perspective of it anyway. And my best friend knew how in love I I was with him. Um, because one day I came into her room and I had written a song about him on the acoustic guitar. <gasps> I don't know how to play the acoustic guitar, but I had written a song and I sat down in her bed and I asked her if, if she would let me share this song with her. Cause I, it was just burning in my heart so much to share it with someone. And she, and she said, oh, she obliged me. And I sat down and I sang her a song I'd written about him on while I strummed it on one note on the guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not the story. It's worse. So <laughs> He lived across the street and we threw a party one night um, that got really out of hand. We had the cops come twice with noise complaints and around three o'clock, two or three o'clock in the morning when everyone had gone down to the the apartment underneath us to do, you know, drugs with the boys. I looked at (laughs) Carter, my best friend, and I said to her, like, I'm going to go try to make my move. And she was like, okay. Let's just check in with what you're wearing real quick. So I was wearing sweatpants, a stolen pair of Timberlands from someone at the party, a Corona jersey I'd gotten at Value Village, and a, and, a, and a tambourine on my head. Um, and I was like, if he doesn't love me <laughs> like this, like he, he doesn't deserve me, you know? And she was like, look, I'm not going to tell you to change, but like, it's also too, like, maybe this is a bad idea. But I, <laughs> I had apparently a, a look in my eyes that there was no stopping me. Mm-hmm. So I walked down the stairs. I crossed the street in the middle of the night. And I went to his, his uh, apartment building. He was on the second floor and uh, his light was on in his room. Um, 
so I realized like, wow, like he's up. Um, and in the- <laughs> wow, he's, wow, he's up. <laughs> was he at the party? He was, I don't remember if he, I think he might've made an appearance at the party, but he was in his room and, and the light was on and um, he probably like came to the party and I couldn't bring myself to talk to him. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so, you know, in the movies when they throw rocks at windows and it's like, then everyone falls in love after that. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh my God, it's all going to play out like this. So I was, it was Montreal. It, um, it was the middle of winter. There were, there was a lot of snow on the ground and there were no rocks and I couldn't find any rocks. But what I did find um, was his garbage can. And now, please know, I was like 86 beers deep at this point. And um, <laughs> I found his garbage can. And so Carter said she watched me. This is it's kind of blurry, but um, she watched me from across the road from the safety of her window, knock over his garbage can and start throwing garbage at his window. <laughs> Like a milk carton, like a, a box of biscuits. Like, is this story too dark? I threw garbage. <laughs> no, it's amazing. <laughs> Eighty-six beers deep. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> I threw I threw um, garbage at his window until he came out on the deck and was like, "What? You know, what are you doing?" And I was like, "I did. I don't know what I said, but I somehow got invited up to his room." <gasps> I walked into his room in, in size 11 Timbaland sweatpants, the Corona jersey and a tambourine on my head. And I fell onto his bed. Like I fell. And I was, <laughs> I don't, re- I don't know what happened after that. Oh, wait, this got dark. Oh, yeah, wait, no. wait, now it's dark. <laughs> oh, wait, no, sorry. Nothing like, you know, bad like, happened. Okay. Uh, but, um, what the, so so there was a sort of an exchange at this point. I have a recollection of me asking him to sing for me. Okay, <laughs> and then I have a rec- recollection of leaving and going into Carter's room and her just holding me while I cried. Um, and that was sort of the end of that. I think that was probably the night that he said, "Like, no, it's not ever going to happen." <laughs> That he sort of said, no, (laughs) it's not ever going to happen. And I've never, yeah. And and Carter and I have sort of held that one very close to our hearts for a long time. Um, But never, never have either of us known anyone else to throw garbage at a boy's window at three o'clock in the morning so that he would hopefully... Um, share, you know, feelings of, of love with them at that time. And I have to say, leaving the apartment building every day after mm. that for mm. months, for yeah. months was awful because I could feel him just looking out. You imagine you just look out the window and there's the girl like leaving for school that threw garbage at your window to confess her love to you. I confess mm-hmm. my love. I know I did. I know I confessed my love to him with a tambourine on my head on his bed. And then he asked me to leave. I know that's what happened. I don't know if my brain, you know, in like trauma, like, you know, mm-hmm. you can't remember your trauma mm-hmm. like that. My brain has forgotten what happened because it was so bad. That's awful. Oh. And here you are. He thinks you're homeless at first for sure. Cause you're in this fucking, you're just ripping through his trash and huge. Someone else's huge boots and a fucking tambourine. Also, what are you talking about a tambourine on your fucking I don't head? know. I don't know. I was being zany. I went you, to a- <laughs> I was being like, you know, honestly, in the movies, the girls that guys fall in love with, they're always like quirky. I was Lady being Boggs. Quirky. 
Lainey Boggs from yeah. She's All That. Yeah. Well, did yeah. you bra- did you have braces? Not at that time. Oh, well, that maybe was you needed braces. I was like quirky, but not quite quirky enough. You know? yeah. <laughs> You're like neither here nor there. Do you follow him on social media like present day? Mm-hmm. You do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still- We've never talked about it. We've never talked about it. Is there still a chance? I don't think so. Like you're so I'm beautiful. In I'm in a relationship oh. and I, I don't think I could go back. Um, yeah. Not after that. We've, we've, we've moved on. Yeah. But we've, we've never talked about that. And I, and I don't know what would happen. I don't know what would happen if one of us were to bring it up. Well, I hope he listens to this. I hope he listens to it too and he relives it. And I actually surprise he's, <laughs> he's here. here come on in come tell on us out. your side of the story <laughs> no d d no. d didn't let, d let him in d. don't handle him like that d she's, she's, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god d we said bring him in she just pushed him out and locked the door sorry we can't talk to him now yeah. d we're gonna have to talk to you yeah, later d, because that's little, crazy yeah, little, little. listen that's fucked and you're a one two three plt, PLT. because honestly i can okay I feel like we can relate to all of this though, because it is very relatable. First of all, you're a fucking loser when you're that age. You're doing all sorts of weird shit. Oh. Second of all, introduce alcohol. Oh. Third of all, you're really like movies are real at this point, and you are yeah. gonna have your movie moment. Yeah. I remember I was sitting on the stairs at a party, just to relate to you real quick, in high school or just after, and I was sitting with a boy. I had a huge crush on him. I thought I was still straight. This was like a man that was like, okay, am I? Am I gay or not? Because he's real so cute. Hot, yeah. He's so hot. And he was like a hockey player and he like went away to play hockey. Oh. Anyways, I was like a little bit aged for him, I thought. And I'm sitting on these steps and I was like a little, I again was a couple beers deep. And I was like, and he flirted with me. He fucking dangled his banana. Carrot. For sure. Carrot. <laughs> he dangled his banana and he would peel, peel it off and be like, do you like, do you like the smell of that? And yeah, I would yeah. say, I think so. Yeah, I don't know. And I said to him, I was like, I finally had my thing. I was like, this is how I remember. But then it was, it's like a bit gray because again, yeah, yeah. You, you black out because you're like, I fucking hate myself. I was like, I'm taking my shot. He flirts with me every fucking time I'm here. It's like, he looks at me and is like laughs and look, puts his head down. And he's like, I just can't with you. Like, you're just so like this, this and that. I'm like, you like me too. I took my shot. He didn't like me. Oh. He didn't like me. Moments like that make up literally my life from, I would say, age six to 20 to 31. Honest to God. It was like to the point where my boyfriend, my current boyfriend was like, hey, I like you. Hey, I like you. Hey, I like you. I like you. <laughs> You're you like, what? You want to be my girlfriend? You want to be? I'm like, stop. <laughs> You're gaslighting me. Like, <laughs> like you're lying to me. As soon as I, as soon as I like you back, you're going to be like a loser. Just kidding. <laughs> I can't believe you fell for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. The boys, man, they really took me for a spin for a while. I gotta, I gotta tell you something to be a straight girl, to be a hetero girl in this world. I just can't. I'm sorry for you. And I really, I think about you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. There's a lot that we put up with here. Um, yeah. And it is not, you know, it's not by choice. That's what everyone forgets. I think it's not by choice. And Hetero it, men, step it up, you fucking POSs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, Katie, we end every episode with a question. Today's question is, in your anus, would you rather put a thin <laughs> glass light bulb or a small cheese grater? 100% a thin glass light bulb. <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> Quick. <laughs> Absolutely. Thin glass light bulb. Have been thinking about it since you asked yeah. and yeah. <laughs> feel really strongly about it. I think it'd be fun. I think what? I think it, it could be like a neat prop. Um, it's thin. It's going to break in your anus. 
Is it? <laughs> well, it depends, depends on your and anus. It's not that one. That's not the one. We should have been more specific. It's a bulb. It's it's is like this, a how what's this podcast rating? Because I'm Katie, like, I don't have a shut- lot of anus experience. I'm not a big butt girl. No, girl, no, get in your butt. It says that on your Wikipedia page. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm not a big butt girl, so I'm when I saw great <laughs> when I saw greater, I was yeah. like fuck off, and then I saw like the other option. Yeah. What if it breaks in your butt? I don't know. I feel like <laughs> why are you guys bullying me to pull yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, my it. asshole? Amy, Amy. Okay, fine. It's my turn. Yeah. So because I I this was a question that I think I came up with. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that I didn't know how to answer it. That's why I like those ones. It's like, I don't know how to answer this because if I put a light, a thin, thin little light bulb in my butt, a bulb, what if it breaks? I have to pick out all the fucking glass. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I, I think I have to do cheese crater yes. and I have to just hope I can put enough cream in my butthole that yeah. it will heal my wounds yeah. after a certain amount of time. But if I, if glass breaks in my butt, what am I going to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What am I going to do? Yeah. You can't pick out all the glass. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Brian. Okay. You know what? <sighs> Amy, you might've convinced me. Okay. I was going to say light bulb too, but if that does break, you're fucked. You're there's fucked. pieces of glasses. There's pieces. You have to go to the hospital. They have to get the, the glass. But how are they even going to get can. it out? Yeah. You know? Um, so, but the cheese grater, I feel if you push it in a certain way, it, you know, you could go with like the kind of the, you know, yeah, I know, I know. You know what I'm talking about on the grader. The they, all, no, they all go the same no, way. I'm a gambling man. I am will. I can't even <laughs> hear you say this. I'm sorry. I'm willing to take the risk of this light yeah. bulb potentially just being fun and cool in my butt and turning on and being like a neat show. <laughs> but, or I'm not willing to say it. it's like the two in the hand. You know, that's what this mm-hmm. question is asking you to two do. Two in the hand, bulb in the butt. But here's yeah, the thing yeah, yeah. with the cheese grater. What if you held open your anus as hard and as big as you could, or you trained for it? No one yeah, said you yeah, couldn't yeah. train. Train for right. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what if I trained for it and then I could just stick it in and out and it didn't even touch my walls, yeah. my anus walls. The good news is, is that uh, we don't have to do either. Yeah, we don't have to so do either. That's so that's great. So, yeah. <laughs> D's giving us uh, the wrap, the wrap up sign. D, yeah. thanks 30, D. 30 seconds, D. 30 seconds, D. Thanks, D. Thanks, D. Um, well, Katie, thank you so much. Where can people find you on socials? They can find me at Katie Burrell TV, uh, www.com, Instagram and TikTok. That's the name across the board. Yes. And is it BRL, not PRL? I was trying to make oh, a stupid starts joke. With a B, right? B. Like butt. Yeah, like butt. It was a good bit. It was a good bit. We'll let and, you have it. And Katie's not a butt girl. She's not a butt girl. Yeah. Do you right hear now, first? right now, I'm like, it's not like I can't rebrand. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on, Katie. Poor Little Thing, the podcast. We love you. And if you love us, please don't forget to like, rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Ryan and Amy Show. If you want to see exclusive content and extra goodies, join our Patreon and strap in because it gets wet and wild. (laughs) (laughs) And as we always say, you You poor poor little thing. thing. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.